Unfolding the eternal excellences, the hidden insights of the truth and the depth of the riches of wisdom and knowledge. The Bible says, I have cleansed thee by the word. I have not pointed to your weaknesses. He says, I have cleansed thee by the word. I have pointed to your strength. And this is your strength, that I am Christ in you, the hope of glory. The glory of freedom, the glimpses into eternity. The gospel is not supposed to be an assumption. It's not supposed to be just a mere presupposition. Truth is older than language, but the word of God is way deeper than any human language. And now, Apostle Grace with the word. Let's worship God. Father, we honor you for your presence. Every crown I ever won, I lay it down. Every praise I ever heard, I give it all to you. There is nothing in this world that can compare you alone. I would. Yeah. 
every crown, every crown.
Somebody tell him he's worthy. Somebody tell him he's worthy. Tell him. Tell him he's worthy. Tell him he's worthy.
Somebody love on Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Love on Jesus.
Somebody tell Jesus, God, I love you. Tell him I love you. Tell him, God, I love you. Tell him I love you. Just take a moment and love Jesus the way you know how. Take a moment and just love Jesus the way you know how. Just love Jesus the way you know how. Father, we love you. We love you. We love you. We love you. Hallelujah. Clap for Jesus. Give him a love clap. There's an Ian I need to pray for. Where is he? There's an Ian I need to pray for. Where is Ian? There's an Ian I need to pray for. Come, come. I need to pray for you. Now, I want to pray for you before I start preaching. Thank you, Lord. The anointing of God is here. Especially numb. There's an issue that began from his back and has been going through his body. This is witchcraft. Devil, in the name of Jesus Christ, we command you to loose 
loose loose in the name of Jesus we speak healing in his body we speak restoration in his body we speak restoration in his body we curse every numbness in the name of Jesus we curse every affliction of the devil right now in the name of Jesus issue for over 10, I think 10 years. But he's healed. In Jesus' name. Can you tell us how you're feeling? Are you feeling any numbness? I can feel my toes finally. After, wait. I want you to know how long has it been? I've had this complication for 20 years now. 20 years, you could not feel your toes? Well, the last three years, it now just killed my legs. Like, I couldn't feel my legs properly. It's on and off. And then I was told my back was leaking. My spinal fluid leaking. Now you feel, you can feel your toes. I can feel my toes. I feel strength in my feet. I thank God so much for it. It's... That's the last of it. In the name of Jesus. Somebody give the Lord a mighty hand clap of praise. think God can get numbness out of a man for 20 years and leave you poor leave you disadvantaged come on hallelujah he's the same yesterday today and forever if he has done that then let your viruses hear me now they're not belonging in that body in the name of Jesus hallelujah bacteria should hear Fungal infections should hear. I don't want to bring out that individual, but they'll come if they want. Eh? There's a lady here. You've spent about three, you're coming to four months. You've not been having a menstrual period, right? You're not going through your periods. Don't come if you're shy. But I want to tell you by reason of the anointing that God is healing you now. <laughs> Tonight, hallelujah, that's how God is, praise God, praise God. Genesis 30, chapter 30, if, 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 if you attended last week, this is going to feel like a continuation. Who was there last week? Yaman de Kosharaba. Let's begin from 25. The Bible says, And it came to pass when Rachel had born Joseph, that Jacob said unto Laban, Send me away that I may go unto my own place and unto my own country. Then he says, Give me my wives and my children for whom I have served with thee, and let me go, for thou knowest my service which I have done thee. And the Bible says in 27, Laban said unto him, Who? He said unto who? Said unto who? Jacob. I pray thee, if I have found favor in thine eyes, tarry, for I have learned by experience that the Lord has blessed me for thy sake. I have a problem when people who don't understand this scripture use the English statement, God has blessed me because of you. God didn't bless Laban because of Jacob. No, 
God blessed Laban for the sake of Jacob. Amplified, you'll understand. He says, and Laban said unto him, if I have found favor in thy sight, I pray you do not go. For I have learned by experience and from the omens in divination. Now we're going to come there. God didn't reveal to him. <laughs> there were omens. The Hebrew word they are used for, 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 for God as the, the, by experience. The, word, the Hebrew word therefore by experience was not necessarily God revealed. No, even the devils, even the other omens, even the other spirits of divinations around him, even the devil himself told Laban that God has blessed you for that guy's sake. You understand? And he says that the Lord has favored me with blessings on your account. Have I made sense there? On your what? On your account. Let's continue. And the Bible says, and he said, appoint me thy wages and I will give it. Don't leave me, I'll pay you as much. Okay? And he said unto him, Thou knowest how I have served thee, and how thy cattle was with me. For it was little which thou had bought before I came, and it is now increased into a multitude. And the Lord has blessed thee since my coming. And now when shall I provide for my own house also? Now as I've made you so rich, eh? I've not done anything for myself. Yeah? And the Bible says, and he said, what shall I give thee? And Jacob said, remember Jacob did not ask. I'm going to come back to that. Jacob did not ask. This guy is the one who was pledging. Are we together? And he said, what shall I give thee? And Jacob said, thou shalt not give me anything. If thou will do this thing for me, I will again feed thy flock. He says, I'll pass through all thy flock today. Are you hearing me? Removing from thence all the speckled and spotted cattle and all the brown cattle among the sheep and spotted and speckled among goats and of, 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 of such shall be my hire. So shall my righteousness answer for me in time to come, that when it shall come for my hire before thy face, everyone that is not speckled and spotted among the goats, brown among the sheep, then shall be counted stolen with me. Are you understanding the English? He told him, you get cut off everything you want that is spotted. That shall be my pay. Anything that comes out and it's not speckled and spotted, that's not mine. You call me a thief. Okay? And the next verse says, And Laban said, Behold, I will do it. I will do, I would it might be according to thy word. In other words, I'll do it according to your request. The Bible says, and he removed Hulaban that day, the he goats that were ring strict and spotted, and all the she goats that were speckled and spotted, and everyone that had some white in it, and all the brown among the sheep, and gave them unto the hand of his sons. And he set three days' journey betwixt himself and Jacob, and Jacob fed the rest of Laban's sheep. You see that? This guy says, give me the animals, anything that is speckled and spotted. And what does this guy do? He gets all the male and female speckled and spotted, and then he gets it out and then gives it to his son, and then leaves him with sheep that are not spotted and speckled, yet he told him that he wants to pay him. Laban, eh? <laughs> but man, it was like a family thing, eh? If you follow through. Rebecca was also funny. Now her cousin Laban also was also funny. Then the other daughter one time stole stuff. It was a family thing. So, and the Bible says, and Jacob took him rods of green polar. Are you hearing me? He got rods of green polar or skin and of the hazel and chestnut tree and peeled white streaks in them and made the white appear, which was in the rods. You know that? You peel it, and then the sticks become white. Are you following? And he set the rods which he had peeled before the flocks in the gutters, in the watering troughs where the flocks came to drink, that they should conceive 
when they came to drink. You understand? So he got these things. These, uh, he removed the skin of, the, of these trees, and then they became white. You understand? And then what happened? Then he set the roads which he piled before the flocks in gutters and watering troughs, when the flocks came to drink, that they should conceive when they came to drink. The flocks conceived before the roads and bought forth cattle, ring, streaked, speckled, and spotted. Are you seeing that? He went, he got these sticks and, 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 and went removing white and putting white on them. So the sticks themselves became like speckled or striped, whatever you want to call it. So he put them near the gutters of the troughs where these animals drank. And so while the animals were drinking, they used to conceive also from there. So while they were conceiving from there, they were looking at these sticks. <laughs> Did you understand what I meant? Okay, let's read the message for some people who don't get it. 37 from the message. He said, hey, hey, 37 from the message. Jacob got fresh branches from popular almond and plain trees and peeled the back, leaving white stripes on them. You see? So they became striped. And he said, and he stuck the peeled branches in front of watering troughs where the flocks came to drink. When the flocks were in heat, they came to drink. You understand? And met it in front of the strict branches. Then they gave birth to young that was striked and spotted and speckled. <laughs> I know how my children will look like. So the Bible continues to say. Let's continue. Now the Bible says, let me preach. Come on. So the Bible says, 39, the the flocks conceived before the rods and brought forth cattle, ring, streaked, speckled, and spotted. And Jacob did separate the lambs and set the faces of the flocks toward the ring shaked and all the brown in the flock of Laban. And he put his own flocks by themselves and put them unto Laban's cattle. And it came whensoever the stronger cattle did conceive that Jacob laid the rods before the eyes of the cattle in the gutters that they might conceive among the rods. When the cattle were feeble, he put them not in so that the feebler ones were Laban's and the stronger ones were Jacob. And the Bible says and the man increased exceedingly had much cattle, made servants, men servants, camels and asses. Now remember when he was doing the whole line of conception, camels were not among, asses were not among men servants were not among, made servants were not among. Let me start preaching. This guy has a blessing. When he was born, he, the angel was clear, God was clear that the older one shall serve the younger. In fact, I tend to debate with people who want to take this more theological. Even though we preach that Jacob stole the birthright of Esau, actually Esau was trying to steal the birthright of Jacob. Because by the mind of God, he put Jacob first. By natural order, Esau was first. In fact, Isaac the Bible says he loved Esau. Are you with me? Because he was a mighty hunter. And this guy was a tent dweller. Do, do you understand what I'm trying to tell you? If you don't understand the way God works, again I repeat, if you don't understand the way God works, you can contradict with him and even hate his people. Do you understand? 
You think I also don't have a problem that the hunter went to hunt and the tent dweller took the blessing? Even me, I do. But his ways are his ways. That's why you must say to it in your spirit that God is not always going to bless the people who work hard most. Why do you think we preach grace? Because we've realized it's not how much a man works, it's how much God works in the man. And I don't understand how somebody can't understand the grace of God. Because you see, it was God's working in Jacob to tell him that you shall be above your elder brother. That was grace. Now, whether he was a hunter or he wasn't, the working and the blessing of God pronounced upon him when the mother was there. The mother said that the older one, the older one shall serve the younger. This was a blessing. When that blessing was spoken upon him, it didn't matter whether he wanted to or he didn't, whether he was a good hunter or he wasn't. This was the mind of God pertaining this man, that his elder brother would serve him. You can't change it. Are you with me? But the grace of God, the Bible says, even liberates Esau. And that's how God is amazing. Because remember the wording of God by the Spirit? He told him that a time shall come where you shall relieve yourself of your brother's yoke. It wasn't supposed to be forever. No. There was a time where the Bible says, Thy sword shall thou live and thou shalt serve the brother. And it shall come to pass. Listen. When thou shalt have dominion, a time will come when the things will switch and I'll restore you as so. That thou shalt break his yoke from off your neck. That is why when they meet together, Jacob is worried that this guy is going to kill him. And he wants to give Jacob a blessing, a gift. Jacob wants to give Esau a gift. And Esau tells him, no, don't give me for I have enough. Meaning that there was a grace also for Esau. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that's how gracious God is. So the tent dweller, the mother is ready to take the curse. Should they discover that he's the wrong guy? He's smelling like a hunter, but he talks like a tent dweller. You get my point? God knows that, but he's still working it out. Why? Because if we move by the mind of Isaac, divine purpose was going to be frustrated. It needed a woman who had a heavenly wiring to, to be available. To be available. When this guy is instructing his son that go and get me meat. Cook it as I want it and I will bless you. Mother loaded files. You understand? Imagine she was indifferent. You get it? Do you understand where I'm coming from? So, at the end of the day we see that the blessing that rests on Jacob had a contributing factor of a spiritual woman. And God had to make sure that even though the man's heart was funny toward Jacob and he loved Esau, at least he had to strike him blind at the point when he had to release the blessing. But I have a feeling he would have seen with his own eyes until he died. Bless my thought. Praise the Lord. You can debate it. You understand? But it had to take a woman who knew even how to cook the venison the way Isaac wanted it. The way he knew how Esau knew how to cook it. You understand? <laughs> it was quite obvious. I taught Esau how to cook. So you can't tell him to cook the way you want it. And you think I don't know how he cooks. <laughs> Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Women say amen. amen. So the scriptures tell us that the blessing falls on who? Jacob. So, if that blessing was to go on Esau, actually, then it would have seemed that Esau stole Jacob's blessing. 
So I don't understand why we always think Jacob stole Esau, yet the mind of God, God actually doesn't see it like stealing because God had pronounced it already. His only challenge is that Isaac hadn't understood. That's why it looks like it was a steal. But if Isaac had understood this, this would not have been a steal. You understand? It would not, it would not have been a steal because he would know that the God has blessed this dude. Praise the Lord Jesus. That's why when Jacob gets to his story, God had already revealed to him, he crossed the hands right away. He didn't even waste time. Hey, Father, there is a mistake. So my son, I know what I'm doing. I'm blind, but I know what I'm doing. You understand where I'm coming from? Hallelujah. Now, he grows and what and what goes towards a trickster like him. Now, you can imagine two tricksters living together. You never always imagined, how was Laban and Jacob? Jacob is smart, Laban is also smart. How are they working? If a, if, a, if a fellow thief sleeps near you, you, you can't sleep. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Because everyone knows the ways of the other. He knows even the style of stealing. <laughs> so anyway, long story short, this guy serves, gets wives. There's a story there that one time I want to share regarding these wives. Eh? Because you'll be, you'll be shocked that Leah, Rachel, all of those ones also went by the way of Sarah. They told their husbands to go in the maids. They told their husbands to go in the maids. There's a spiritual way. Anyway. There's a spiritual way. But I'll explain that one day. So, he tells him, give me my wife and my children. I'm done with you. I've built you for these years. I need to what? To also go my way. Hallelujah. And the story says, this guy says, okay. Don't leave me. For I've learned by experience. Do you realize Jacob had not asked for anything? Because he knew the blessing on his life. He told him, let me go with my children. I'll be fine. He refused. He says, no. I've learned by omen and divination. When, when you read that scripture, in fact, the root word there for experience is not godly experience only. That means that anything divine, whether godly or not, could show that the blessing that was on this man called Laban was on the account of... So Jacob refuses... And says, me, I want to go. He says, okay, no. You state your price. And then he does what? He states and says, okay, if you want to pay me and you want me to stay, let's enter another deal. You understand? I want speckled animals and spotted. Those ones are mine. If you find anything in me that is not speckled and spotted, that's not mine. This guy says, okay, deal. Signed. Contract. Immediately. He tells his boys, remove everything speckled and spotted. Put it away. Then he leaves this guy to look after. He's looking for spotted animals and he can't find any. He wakes up in the morning because he had known there were spotted things in there and speckled. He had looked after them for those years. But I think this guy said, Naeva Nai, was there a rapture for the speckled and spotted? <laughs> are, 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 you, are you following me? So he, he, he asked himself, was there a rapture? Because he had a problem. He wanted to understand, where is this going? Are you with me? Now, the Bible tells us, like you've heard, all heard, and I love this. This guy said, okay, now, how can I produce speckled, spotted, among those which are plain, that I will not appear to be a thief, but yet carry my blessing, because this guy has played smart on me. Are you hearing me? The blessing settles on his brain. He says, okay, I have an idea. He gets sticks. Huh? He stripes them up. 
and he knows this is the issue. Once the animal gets to drink and mate, all you need is to make it see something. It will produce exactly it. Hey! You see, what does the KJV say in Luke 137? The KJV in Luke 137 says, give me the KJV. Now, many people read this, but they never understand it. He says, for with God, what does it say? For with God. One more time, for with God. Read it in the message. Are you hearing how he says? Nothing you see is impossible with God. It's, it's not just with God. No, he says, nothing you see is impossible with God. Even though you were born plain and you weren't spotted and speckled, just sit where the water is. Just sit where the water is. A time is going to come where two dark-skinned couples will produce a white kid. Doctors will want to explain it, but they will not be explaining why. Because at the place of conception, they were next to water and a certain vision. Ask your neighbor, what do you see? When you're under conception, when the word is coming in your spirit, what do you see? When they are telling you that you are above and not beneath, what do you see? When they tell you you're more than a conqueror, by Christ we strengthens you, what do you see? You see, let me explain this. There are two kinds of illumination. Two kinds of illumination. The first illumination is when light is cast on the things hidden. Because the spirit world, are you hearing me? The spirit world is hidden. You understand? It's hidden. That's why any man who sees in the spirit, you'll realize that when your eyes are opening, it's as though you are trying to light up something in darkness. Not demonic, ungodly darkness. But God conceals these things by a certain darkness, which is not ungodly, but it is for men which carry light. Are you with me? So there are two kinds of illumination. The primary place of illumination is the individual, you and I. You see, light can come in this building, but if you're blind, you won't see. Are you hearing me? So I can have a blind man in this house, but yet there is light, yet he doesn't see. And that is the essence of preaching salvation to us. He says that if this gospel be hid, again the word hid is there, or in darkness. The Bible says it is hid to them which are, that are lost. And the Bible says, in whom the God of this world, the Bible says, has blinded the minds of them which believe not. Least the light of the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. Because the moment the gospel comes to you and you believe, bam, your eyes open. Are you hearing me? Now, if a man's eyes don't see spiritually and he claims to be born again, usually for such men, I tell them, you're not born again. Heaven is going to shock many. 
Because the gospel that leads men to salvation is not the gospel men preach on crusade grounds. If you're tired of poverty, come to Jesus. If you're tired of, of demons in your family, come to Jesus. Your husband is beating you, come to Jesus. If you're tired of struggling, come to Jesus. Men come for security and comfort and the promise of security of the future. That is the Hebrew translation for the word called mixed multitudes. They cross the, red they cross the river, you understand? But they are crossing the children of Israel. And because the waters are separating and they are also not sinking, they think they are part of the covenant. Are you hearing me? So it's very easy for you to be among men when God has separated the river or the sea. Are you hearing me? And then you think that because we were among them which crossed, you think you're born again. You can even cross over and become a minister. Because there is a thought that because you, are, you crossed amongst us, you must not not be a managa. You can even function by your brain for so long and people approve you as a minister. And that is why the hardest facts are going to come out one day when the brass hits the tax and God will say, go away from me, I never knew you. Yes, you did miracles, but I didn't know you. Yes, you raised the dead, but I didn't know you. Because the way of salvation is simple. The gospel of Jesus carries this simplicity. For he loved this world and gave his only begotten son. Whether you get married or not, that you should not perish, but have life. That is the way to God. If Jesus, you see, even the Bible is clear. He's a savior of this whole world. He's a savior of the whole world. The Bible says it's a propitiation of our sins. Not only ours, but the world, for the world also. Jesus played his part to save the whole world. He saved the whole world, but the whole world is not born again. You get it? The whole world is saved, but the whole world is not born again. He's the propitiation for our sins. Not only ours, but also for the sins of the world. He became the ultimate sacrifice. He paid this price for saving them. But the whole world is not born again. Because the principle that makes a man born again is not the one that accepts Jesus as his savior. No. The principle that gets a man born again is when a man accepts Jesus as his Lord. The Bible says, if you confess the Lord Jesus, not the savior, he's wonderful and a savior, yes. But the Bible says, if thou shalt confess with thine mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead and thou, thou shalt be saved. You see that? In other words, I can understand him as my savior and I can come to him as my savior, but I must accept his lordship. If he's not lord of your life, I want you to understand you're not yet born again. So, mixed multitudes, the Bible says, those are with him, the Bible says, which steer up the children of Israel against. Somebody one time told me, there was a time we had funny attacks from funny believers, and then someone says, but these people are one, why are they fighting each other? I told the man, of God, uh -uh, we're not one. We're not one. If we were one, they would not fight us. <laughs> if we were one, they would not fight us. These are not Christians fighting each other. No. Amongst them, there are mixed multitudes. Because the seed of God is a seed of love. It can't seek to disqualify a man who preaches Christ. It cannot. Cannot. It's okay to correct disciples. No, if somebody's among us, he can't be against us. Those are men who are not born again. But when they're born again, they don't tell them. Because the Spirit of God bears witness alongside the Holy Spirit. I mean, alongside their spirits. 
about what is true and what is not. You get it? Spirit of truth and error, they're too different. Praise the Lord. That's why I told people heaven is going to surprise people. You watch. And if you reach heaven and you look for Apostle Grace and he's not there, fear for yourself. Me, I told people, you worry. When you look for me and you don't see me there, start to shake. Me, I told people. Okay, I'm that sure <laughs> that I'll go to heaven. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So, when the gospel is preached and men accept the lordship, their eyes are what? That means that when a man is born again, everything that is spoken, if it is truth, it opens their eyes. They see. So that means that when the word of God comes out, if it is truth, it is a light. It, 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 it. There are things we don't see them, but they're ours. So when a light comes on, that is why he says that in the scriptures, he says that take heed of this word, the sure word of what? Prophecy. For we have obtained the sure word of prophecy. You understand? He calls the gospel the sure word. He says, we have, we have more. Listen, a more sure word of prophecy. And he says, where until you do well that you take heed, as unto a what? A light that shineth in dark places until the day dawn and the day star rise in your hearts. In other words, every time the gospel is preached, your eyes open to something. And that's why when Paul is speaking about his ministry, he says, unto whom I'm least of all saints was given unto me, these and such riches, to preach the gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery of Christ. You understand? In other words, the fellowship of the mystery from the beginning which was hid from the ages passed in that darkness, it is only illuminated because our primary mandate is to speak the word which is light. Because the entrance of your word, the Bible says, brings light. Your word is a lamp unto my feet and light unto my path. Every time the word of God comes, it illuminates. So you see the things that are freely given unto you. That's why it says we've been given everything that pertains to life and what? And godliness through the what? The knowledge. You see that? According as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us unto glory and virtue. In other words, everything you need in God is already provided for. You just need illumination. When the light goes on, you say, ah. But imagine when it goes on and the man is blind. Is that man born again? The God of this world is blinded. It is hid because he's perishing and lost. But when a man is born again, that light is what? The eyes can see. That means everything spoken sinks. That's why when a Christian says, me, they preach, but I don't understand. Again, are you Christian? <laughs> How can you not receive illumination? How can you not see? So everything you see, it was there, but you didn't see it. You understand? But you didn't see it. That is why when you say Fenero, making manifest, you understand? We manifest the scene. And we unveil the unseen in the spirit. Apocalypsis, Fenero. You understand? There's a part which unveils and says, hey, it's here. And light comes. But after that, we get it from the spirit realm and then put it in the physical. So that when a man tells you like he was here and says for 20 years he couldn't fill his stores and he can fill his stores for 20 years, you have to think, who did that? We got it from the other world and brought it in the physical world. That same thing brings everything you need that pertains to life and godliness. But Christians want shortcuts. 
This year you're going to America. Hey, you understand? You get my point? No. I would rather you yield yourself to being illuminated by the word. Let the word of, it's the sure word. The Bible calls it the sure word of prophecy. I'm not saying that prophets are wrong. No, I believe in prophets. I prophesy myself. But every prophet prophesies from the word. Do you agree? It's the primary state and place and foundation for anything called prophecy. Are you with me? Otherwise, it wouldn't be the testimony of Jesus. You understand? So you see those two kinds of things? So, the challenge the psalmist had, he was not born again, but he was a soul relating with God. That's why in Psalms 119, there's a place where he says, that, open my eyes that I may behold wondrous things in your law. You understand? Open my eyes that I may see. You get it? But when the message guy was translating it, he spoke it the Christian way. And he said, read it, open my eyes so I can see what you show me. You see? Open my eyes so I can see what you show me because he expects that the Christian is shown. But for the other guy, the one who should not born again, he has a problem. Now, let's go back. So, you realize that God works on the principle of seeing. And that is why if you get that story of Jacob and put it in the like mind of the way God relates with us, you realize that he, he, he calls us sheep. He calls us sheep, my sheep, my sheep, I'm the shepherd, my sheep, my, I'm the shepherd. It again now takes us back to the primary responsibility as shepherds and pastors in ministries. Our responsibility is simple, to make men see. Because whatever they see in conception by the waters they will produce. That means we need the waters. That is the Holy Spirit. <laughs> And we need the power to conceive. Because when the power to conceive is available and the waters are there, just show the man. Just show the man. He will produce exactly what he sees. Now, if sheep can look at speckled and then it enters their DNA and then they reproduce something spotted because they looked on trees. How much more can you reproduce? When you start to see in God. That is why the Luke guy tells you. He says nothing you see is impossible. Listen to the language. Nothing you see is impossible with God. That means God is bound to do what you see. I don't know that you understand what I'm trying to tell you. God is bound to see what to do what you see. That means the availability of his power is distributed according to how much you're seeing. You can't see yourself fail and then you say, I'm a success, I'm a success. Then you're, you're fighting to believe you're a success. Are you hearing me? I told people Christians have a problem. Christians are people who, I've seen many Christians who have a bad sight and they speak positive statements to change their eyesight. That's not the life of a Christian. Christians are not supposed, you see, the Bible says, and this is the spirit of faith, for as we have believed, so have we spoken. You get it? We don't speak things to come to pass. We think, speak things because they are. Okay, I'm correcting you. Common mistakes in salvation. We don't speak things so they come to pass. No, we speak things because they are. That's the mind of God. For he is the God that speaks of the things that are not as though they are. Not they will become. Because faith works in a present tense continuous. It has no past and future. Now, faith 
is the substance. Now faith is the substance. Actually, let me read the right way. Now faith. Now faith. Now faith is the substance. Not tomorrow's faith. Not next week's faith. Don't say I'm believing God for a miracle. You're not yet ready. Listen, men don't say I'm believing God for a job. No, you thank him. That's why he says with prayer, all prayers and thanksgiving, make your request. He didn't say make your request thanking. No, he says with thanksgiving, make your request. He didn't say request and then thank. No, he didn't say ask God, we pray that you'll help us get out of this. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. Thank you, Lord, because you've helped us. He says, with thanksgiving, make your request. That means, what you need, thank for it. Don't you take it there? What you need, thank for it. What you need, thank for it. What you need, thank for it. Everything you need, thank for it. Before we began for Nero, I used to wake up at night, and then I walk in my, and then start to say, oh God, thank you. Thank you for the numbers. Thank you for the people. Thank you for the machines. Thank you. Because everything you see, possibility avails itself. But now we are still asking questions. If sheep can see and produce spotted, it wasn't in their DNA, how much more a Christian? Even the power you want to move with in God. He says, behold, I give you power. Behold, I give you. You behold it. First see it. It began from him also seeing. He says, I beheld the devil, Satan, falling like lightning. He said, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. I saw. And what does the next verse say? Behold, I give you. I saw it. And what I received, now I'm giving it to you. You see it the way I'm seeing it. If I saw the devil fall, see it. He says, behold, I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions. And he says, and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means harm you. But you have to see it. You have to see it. Even Jesus first saw. He says, I do as I see my father do. He couldn't do a miracle. The son of God couldn't do a miracle until he saw the father doing it. When he saw it like this, he conceived it in his system. Boop. Via the water. Are you hearing me? But he couldn't do it without the water. He conceived it. Conception was there. He already saw the father working. But he could not produce the results. And then what happened? He went by the water. Baptism. <laughs> Boop. Comes out. This is my son in whom I'm well pleased. Goes in the wilderness. Comes back under the power of the Holy Spirit. First miracle happens. The Lord Jesus couldn't do a miracle. Even when he was seeing without the water. He, you need the Spirit. You need the Spirit. You need the Spirit and you need vision. The moment vision comes. That is why. Let me tell you why many of you don't get results. It's because you see. Contrary to your prayer. You see your mother dying and you say, God, let her not die. Oh, she's going to die. She's going to die. Because you're, 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 you're looking at plain trees and you want to produce speckles. I don't know that you understand what I'm saying. When your mother falls sick, look at her heels. You'll see your prayer change. You'll see your prayer change. You'll see your prayer change. Don't look at yourself like a poor man trying to believe God for money. There does, I was reading something on a guy. He wrote a book called uh, 
act, think like a million, uh, think like a millionaire, act like a billionaire. He was talking about money, and he said, "Billionaires don't act from lack. <laughs> they don't respond from lack. They respond from abundance. Poor people respond from lack." You see how your parents used to talk to you. If you're not Ugandan, I'm sorry. Some things are just beautiful. In that language. You remember? How many of you on VD remember? Huh. If I put up, my mother will beat me. But I thank God for my mother. My mother has never thought poor. Like daddy sometimes used to say those things. How many of you remember that your parents sit on video and they tell you, you know we are poor. How many of you remember? <laughs> don't fear. They start to talk to you and they say, you know you people, my daughter, we are poor. You know your family, where we come from. <laughs> then you see poverty. You understand? Then you go to class to read. You, you know we are poor. People talk for you, say, me don't talk because... For us, we are poor. One time I took a poverty mentality in class. I used to have a friend called Tony B. Oh, I wish, I wish you meet him. Tony B never used to like to read. He used to like the high life every time. So, me in my poverty mind, I called Tony B as a friend. I told him, Tony. <laughs> your parents pay a lot of money for you. For you to come. Now, me, I don't like reading a lot, but Tony was worse. I realized that even drunkards, they can advise fellow drunkards and say, So even me, I never used to like to read. And now I can say because my mom knows I passed well. But Tony was worse. So one time I sit down with Tony and I told him, Tony, as your brother, I think you have gone too far. <laughs> This is too much. You don't want to read. I talk to him and Tony is listening. I'm talking, he's listening. And after that I said, that's what I wanted to tell you as your friend. Tony burst out and laughed. He laughed. And you know that heart laughter? He laughed. Ah, ah, uh, 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 he laughed and laughed and laughed. He wasn't born again then. Now he's born again. He laughed. I laughed. I said, Grace. He laughed. Then he laughed. I said, hey, now I'm thinking about it. Hey! The moment we sat for exams and finished, Tony B was maxing in a, in a big, nice car, like a GMC or something, one of those American big, ginormous things that look like beasts. Graduation, poof. He was driving, I said, I'm going to call it. But some of you joined the false, the, the funny talk with border border men. Poverty in the country. Yeah, poverty. Oh, no. Tell the border border men, it is only in your house. Come on, somebody. 
don't sit around people who talk about the economy. You work under a different economy. My God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in the heavenly places in Christ. When there is a cast down, you shall say, there is a rise up. Poverty, yeah, poverty, yeah. Gundi has brought poverty, yeah. Me, I don't involve in poverty talks. Tell your neighbor, give them a high five and tell them, turn to the other one and tell them, the Bible says, For you know, for you know, you know. You know of the grace of our Lord Jesus. You know the grace. You know. He says, for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus. That though he was rich, for your sake. Give me the message version. He became poor. Read, read, read the message. He says, you're familiar with the generosity of our master, Jesus Christ. Rich as he was, he gave it all away for apostle grace. In one stroke, he became poor. And we became rich. The life of salvation is a rich story to Jacob Wafu. I walk rich. I think rich. Some people think it is humility to be poor. Me, even if I'm poor, yet I have Jesus. They that observe lying vanities. The Bible says they forsake their own mercy. Now I want to teach you the right way to pray. When you sit in prayer, first sing. Conception town. Conception time. The moment conception is taking place at the waters, just start to see. Your prayer life will start to change. Taylor's Bond says he saw a crooked girl's eyes in a William Branham meeting gets straight and he says I can do this he had come frustrated from India no one miracle no one miracle he saw crossed eyed getting back he went to India and healed the whole nation because he saw that's why you can't fight a man who does better than you why? you have seen it means whatever he has you have any man who is jealous he can't see You can't fight another brother because he's rich. Celebrate. Why? Because when you reach a man, listen, when you meet a man in the level you want to get into, the moment you see that level, conceive. Get by the water and say, Rabakasatala, Zoketelepa, Robekeya. Imagine the animals looked at those trees and they said, ah, that's the problem with Christians. No. When you see somebody drive, know you've entered driving. Because you've seen. That's why me, I want to see men of God do exploits. Do you know why I do miracles so easily? I used to put on YouTube videos of Kenneth Huggins and I just sit and watch. And then when I see him make a lemon walk, I say, Rabakaya! Sonda Rabakazete! I don't say, why him? God, why is he for him that he's doing it? And me, I'm not doing You remember Cain? Abel? 
God told Cain something. He says, why are you jealous over your brother? Didn't you know that you could have done the same thing? The Lord said unto Cain, why has thou wrath? Why is thy countenance fallen? If thou does well, thou shalt not be also accepted. If thou doest not well, sin lies at the door. In other words, your brother's done something you also can do. You're just refusing to do it. You're becoming jealous instead of doing it. Be humble. Ask the brother, how did you do it? Don't take a munugu. If you find a smart person, ask them how they do it. Don't be envious. That blood is not for Jesus. The blood of Jesus speaks better things. The one of Cain and Abel is killing and vengeance. The Bible says that his blood still cries out from the ground. Men which are after the seed of Adam will seek, start to be envious and jealous every time they see success. But if a man is born of God, the God story will teach them. If she has it, you can get it. That's why usually when women are about to get married, they tell them, start hanging around married women. Why? They want the anointing too. Even when you're married, don't have only single friends. You soon become single. Pastor Nixon, tell me. Don't only have single friends when you're married. One time I, I found a group of young women who used to pray together. And they are saying, for us, we are praying. We are a group of girls. We pray for each other. And then I asked them, what are you praying for? Marriage, what, what? I asked them, is there any among you who is married? She said, no. I said, how can you expect to produce speckled and spotted when you don't see any among you? Make rich friends if you want to walk out of poverty. Stop hanging around poor people. you just want to be around poor people then get in a poor people's club poor people's ministers ministry then you sit there no me when i see a man with it i be i make him my friend i do everything to win his heart why i know when i see spotted it's only a matter of time even if it's in this glass i'll produce spotted i only need to see nagako But you're living in poor people. You have poor friends. Everyone is poor. And then you go in your poor parties and all of them, all of you, you console each other. For us who are Makasta, we are poor. Those rich ones, let them go alone. The moment you are in that group, tell them I'm sorry. I didn't know that you're poor. Tell your neighbor nothing you see is impossible with God. Close your eyes. You close your eyes. Then you see yourself. Close your eyes. What do you see? But for you, close your eyes. And then you see divorce, rejection. Ask your neighbor, what do you see? It can only happen here. Listen. Before I, I told people. Yeah. 
Before I bought my first plot of land, I used to go in this classified of monitor. And then I look at the land page. I don't have money. I look, 20 million. Hey, this is too little. I think I can afford this. Then I call people. Hello? I've seen land at 20 million. Can you go at 18? Oh, okay. I'll get back to you. The day I bought land, that was it. Get one piece of land, you'll get the rest. Buy one cow, you'll buy many. Buy one car, you'll buy many. Hey! Because the next thing I used to do, I just used to go and look, look at the other one, the first one I have. And then I said, how did I get you? Then I manufactured another one. Simple. You can multiply what you already have. You can't multiply what you don't have. And you can't multiply what is not there. Begin by getting it, you'll multiply it. That's how jo 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 Jacob did it. He says he grew exceedingly great. Before you know it, something through those cows brought camels. Something through those goats brought asses. Something through those sheep brought maid servants and men servants. You need a starting point. Start to see. You can't say, I see poverty. Then you say, I am rich in the name of Jesus. Then you start stupid spiritual warfare and the devil looks at you and says, look at this one, struggling to be what they already are. You're, you're struggling to be what you already are. Hey, now, I can speak up to forever. But I just want to tell you this. The devil is in trouble. Do you know why I say that? Because I see what you see. I refuse to see evil. I refuse to see failure. In the name of Jesus. I refuse. I refuse. I refuse. In the name of Jesus. 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 I refuse to see things that are not godly. I refuse to see lying vanities. Everything you're seeing that is like a block in your life. It is a lying vanity. Chirimba. That's why when we put on the armor of God, the Bible says that we might be able to withstand the tricks, not the power. The tricks, not the power. The wiles not the power. He says, put you on the armor of God that you might be able to withstand the tricks. The devil is tricking you. You don't have HIV. The devil is tricking you. You're not poor. The devil is tricking you. Your marriage is not failing. The devil is tricking you. He's tricking you. You're a success. Understand this. He says, whatsoever things are good, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if they have any, he says, finally, brethren, whatever things are true, things that are honest, things that are just, things that are pure, things that are lovely, things that are of good report, good report, good report. If there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. What happens? What happens? Those things 
which have both learned and received and had and seen in me do what will happen the God of peace shall be with him what does the next verse say praise the Lord anyway that's all important you want the God of peace you want the God of peace do you want the God of peace do you want the God of peace to be with you look at those things me I wake up and I look at my future and I fear for some people I just fear I said yeah God the other day I was walking and I was talking to God and um, I was walking with some church member and the church member didn't understand me. Do you know the things I was saying? She was right not to understand me. I was saying, see God, you get all these gifts and put them on me. She thought I was boasting, but I was trying to create something. I said, God, you got all these gifts. You could not share with all these people. You put them, all of them, on Apostle Grace. I'm the one who knows how to sing. I'm the one who knows how to preach. I'm the one who does miracles. I prophesy. I rebuke devils. I play basketball. I am tall. I am handsome. I am rich. I'm the one who is blessed. All of these things. You didn't leave some. Put your name. So the, the person, the church member told me, hey, Papa, hey, Papa, they didn't understand what I was on. Even you, you can do it. Just wake up and say, God, all of this beauty, you put it on me. You didn't leave some for he, Rita and Helen. You all put everything on. Are you fair? Are you fair that I have everything that pertains to life and godliness? Come on, somebody. That the communication of your faith will become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you, which is in Christ. I love the gospel. Oh, I love the gospel. There was a time we didn't enjoy church. Now you want the preacher to finish. But now I enjoy the word. I don't want to stop. All of these things on me. One person. Even you, you can start those lines. If somebody tells you you are ugly, ay, 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 ay. Don't, don't fight them. Because you'd mean to say they are true. Just go in the mirror and say, God, all of this beauty on me. a vow I made before God I was entering a certain radical life of giving do you know why I entered it I told God you've given me too much I said God from today I'm going to I made a vow I entered a certain vow of radical giving you know why I did it I said God you've given me too much I saw the speckled and spotted trees by the water I conceived my portion in Christ. And I said to give. My goodness. My goodness. People blessed me. I said to 
You understand? Because me, that's how I think. Now, for you, you're ready to live out of Kuyambe. Yes, to video. You're ready to Jukira Diffe Mukama. Zijukira. Zijukira. Mukama Zijukira. How long? God, how long? God, how long will I suffer? He says, for all things are for your sake. That through the thanksgiving of many, this might redound to the glory of God. Read it. All things are for your sake. That the abundant grace might through thanksgiving of many redound to the glory of God. He says, he says, continue, continue, continue. For which cause we faint not. For though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. How? While we look. How? While we look. How? While we look. Not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal cancer temporal, HIV temporal but the things which are not seen are eternal that's what we used to say look and leave my brother leave look to Jesus now and leave is recorded in his word. Hallelujah. It is only that look and leave. Sing it again and say, Look and leave. My brother, leave. Look and lead to Jesus now and leave. It's recorded in His Word. Take a minute and start to spray in tongues while you see. See and pray. You're by the water. Conception is taking place. What do you see?
do you see? Your child is coming back home. Your husband is getting out of infidelity. In the name of Jesus, your marriage is restored. pronounce a blessing upon your life I decree and I declare that you'll see only in God say amen I see that your marriage is settled I see that your children are sorted they shall be for signs and wonders they shall be potents in Israel I see that you shall not lack any good thing I see that the lines are fallen unto you in pleasant places, you have a goodly heritage. I see that you're more than a conqueror by Christ who strengthens you. I see that you're born of God and you have overcome the world. And this is a victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. I see that you go, you increase beyond leaps and bounds. I see that you lend to nations. I see 
that God gives you the unsearchable. I see that God raises you up out of your family. I see that God upholds you out of anybody in your level. I see increase. I see multiplication. I see divine health. With long life, He will satisfy you and reveal to you His salvation. Give the Lord a mighty hand clap of praise. Come on. Can you fail? If sheep can see sticks speckled and produce speckled, you don't see sticks. You see Jesus because you're the sheep and he's the shepherd. How can you fail? Hallelujah. I will not fail. The message you have just heard was brought to you by Fenero Ministries International. For more information, contact us on telephone number 041-466-4291 or email us at fenerocompala at gmail.com. You can also find us on the web at www.fenero.org. Or better still, feel free to join us every Thursday for our weekly fellowships at Uma Multipurpose Hall from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. You can also catch the live stream at livestream.com slash Fenero. Finero, make manifest.